0: phone? Uh, remote. Keneally. How are ya? <laughs> Good, mate. Myself? Good, thank you. Yes. Am I the only yes. one on? Um, yes, you're the first one person on. Wow. Um, yeah, so welcome to my um, little podcast called Wise Birds with Dan. Um, yeah, so thank you for joining. Yeah. I will. I just wanted to um, speak to you about an important topic that's affected us all um, in one way or another, and that's COVID-19. I think the past year, of us have had our um, ups and downs, especially downs. I think some of us, a lot of people in the country have, even around the world, have gone through depression. Through losing, through all sorts of reasons, it could be losing loved ones from COVID, it could be like isolation, losing jobs. How how has it affected you? Um, to be honest,
1: it's made me it's made me um have a bit have a bit of a different perspective on life. It's basically told me that. I need to start changing things in my life if I want to see changes, as simple as that sounds. Uh, Yeah. Basically, I was living in a bubble before that. Um, Just going through the motions, working at venues live, coaching on the side, and not really progressing too much in my career. And then I had, COVID came, and then I I felt like COVID was like a blessing for me, in a way. It basically taught me like, yes, chances, and the opportunities are limited, but with these uh, moments of um, insecurity or or not really knowing where life's going, there, there will be opportunities created from this and there will be new jobs created from this. It's not all... There's the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, it's unknown. Yes, it's unclear. But I think mentally it's made me... Uh, I feel like I've gotten stronger from it I know a lot of people have struggled but me personally think yeah. it's made me this change at my perspective of life and what I want to achieve and basically the power of networking has really increased for me over the, the last year or so like before I wouldn't go into Zoom calls. before I wouldn't go on like all these different platforms of social media and, and fix my LinkedIn and like there's, been, there's been opportunities that have been created for him. I feel sorry for the people that, like you said, have have lost family members and their, their careers and they have been affected. They've lost their jobs and they're not a job keeper. So they're really, really struggling. It's been a real struggle for many, many people. On the flip of the coin, other people have flourished through it. We've had family friends that have flourished. Their businesses have done really well. Yeah. So it really, it's a real test of your mentality and your psychological health i feel but at, at the yep. same token it just shows you what's the most important things in your life is your family your friends and your health if you, if you don't have those then you're in big big trouble
0: that's a very good point you make like it puts things into perspective it, it makes us realize what's important in life and that's that family yeah family is the most important thing and i think um that opens our eyes especially for those who have lost loved ones family um, it just shows that we can't take what we have for granted yep um, so yeah you make a very good point there and another big thing um,
1: well before sorry before you continue um, no,
0: I feel like a lot of
1: it's really showing in a way who's who are selfish people and who are not yep. because people thought it was a joke for many, many months. And people were breaking the rules of going out, not social distancing, not wearing masks, doing my way or the highway. And then you started to see those people that are making the selfish decisions and the people that thought it didn't exist. But it's it's actually, a lot of people still think it doesn't exist. They think it's made up. But until you start to see people that you know or you've got family members that are overseas that are being affected then you start to have a realization this is actually real this is not yeah. this is not this is a made-up thing um
0: do you do you feel more so the younger generation and take it seriously rather than the older generation
1: oh definitely the old, the younger
0: definitely um
1: because a, a lot of people when they're younger they think they're invincible i'm not yeah. i'm not actually i take the back uh, a generalization to a lot of people would be a lot of 18 19 20 year olds would think that i finished school i'm invincible i can do whatever i want i don't i don't need to abide by the rules i make my own rules so they're generally those years are rebellious years and you're trying to discover like yourself in a way uh, oh yeah again, it yeah. depends on the person there's 18 19 year olds out there that are very mature that are more mature than people 25 26 27 so it depends on the person but in general that age group, 18, 19, 20, people, were exploring, then going out. So, and I feel sorry for them at the at the same token, because last year would have been very, very tough for people that were doing the year twelve and were experiencing the nightlife for the first time. Because who knows what what life could be like when when things do come back to normal. We, Definitely, we, it's going to be it's going to be flips up flipped upside down. So we we'll have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, I think the Bay of the World. Um... Will definitely change forever in terms of how we do things going forward. 100, I can 100% agree with you on that. And yes, you do make a good point, you know, for the younger people that have just finished school or have just done their HSC, it would be hard for those people because all they want to do is go out and they want to party. And at that age, I remember being at that age and wanting to do the same thing. And COVID-19 has limited them from doing that so yes it is sad for them you've got to feel sorry for them but yeah at the same time you know in order for us to overcome COVID we've all got to stick together we've all got to abide by the rules and f- just follow it until there's a vaccine which I think will be coming out later this month if I'm correct Yeah. so hopefully the worst of what we've had is behind us and going forward more more restrictions can ease and things can be somewhat normal Yeah, I don't think things will ever be completely normal but I think hopefully things will go back to like similar to the way it used to be before I, th- I,
1: I think one thing I'll, I'll add as well I think we're very grateful that we live in Australia as well because compared to a lot of countries around the world, we haven't suffered as much as them. And our government our government has really looked after its people in terms of job keeper, job seeker, all these payments, um, a lot of people, yes, a lot of people might have made more money from jobkeeper job seeker because they might have only been working one or two days a week or other people might have lost. but regardless, majority of Australian citizens were getting income in some way or, or the other. Yes, yes it yes it might have been subsidized, yes it might have been less, but they still had something coming through in their bank accounts. Whereas other countries, think, yeah. like you go around the world and there's there's nothing of the sort like that. In America, they've got no none of that going on. No um welfare payments or
0: anything. Nothing. So Yeah. Um yeah, the government has really stepped up. I think from day dot um, back in February, March, yeah, they shut down borders straight away. They were on top of it, you know. They didn't hold back. So, and I think a lot of other countries around the world with gov- governments governments um, over there, uh, I think you're right. They didn't take it seriously at first. They thought uh, it was just a phase and it would pass, but it came back to bite them. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. Which is unfortunate, but yeah, I think Australia being away from other countries, like being its own yeah. um, island, because it's the second largest island in the world. So, yeah. like, I think us being away from all that has really helped. do you agree? Yeah, the isolation, yeah. The isolation, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, Anyway, jumping to the next point, um, when, when the vaccine does arrive, um, do you feel like the elderly and the people working, um, in the front line, um, nurses, doctors, do you think they'll all get priority first? hundred percent. Yeah, they will. Yeah. 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 And so they should So they should. Yeah. But yeah, you, you make some really great points there, hundred um, percent. Yeah, so people that are away from their families, like people coming to Australia and um, and going into self quarantine and knowing that they are stuck here and they can't travel back and see their families, um, that 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 can lead into deep depression being being, you know feeling lost and alone Um, what are some ways people can um, those particular people can cope Um, with that? It's a
1: it's a tough it's a tough question because everyone everyone reacts differently to these sort of struggles and it's I wouldn't like to be in that in that in that boat basically but yeah. at, the, at the end of the day like yes the, the second best thing is, is actually getting to speak to him on like zoom or like facebook messenger or call or, or anything like that um yeah. but it's it it'd be very very disheartening for a lot of people not seeing their loved ones for such a long time and um Especially, especially if you're older and you don't get to see like your grandchildren grow up or your kids again, that can be very tough mentally on them. Uh, 100%. I think it. I think it's tough on, on on those sort of people that don't get to see their families.
0: Yeah, and I think you make a great point there. In like, yeah, keeping connected through Zoom, um, phone calls, and all of that stuff can help them. And i think being productive even if you're isolated at home yeah. you've got nowhere to go i think um home workouts yoga or things like that you know
1: getting creative and innovative
0: creative and innovative that's that's it um, just and doing all that even some self-reflecting on yourself and yeah being productive one way or another, yeah. Even if it's like, even if you're out of a job, um, use this opportunity now to find something you're passionate about. Find I think something.
1: I think that's a good point as well because I, I, I remember speaking to a few people and my sister, her saying this. She's like, "You've got to stop learning. You got to learn to not be extremely harsh on yourself because." End of the day like you want to try to utilize the time that you have but it's it's a good time of self-reflection and to restart basically if if, or like reevaluate like you said where you want to head Um, because we may never get this i I know it's not positive for a lot of people when i say this um, but we may never get this time to spend with our families like internally this amount of time ever again because everyone's got very busy lifestyles generally. Everyone's working full time. They're on the go. Nine to five jobs, Monday to Friday, um, and then weekends they might see other people, and then it might they might only see like their other family members like once every couple of months. Whereas now the opportunity is is, is a little bit more because you, when you go out now you can't really go out and have a proper social life now, but you can still go to your family members' houses and socialise. Yeah. So, I feel like it's created that op- that opportunity as well to really connect to your family members a bit more um, because of the time that you have on your hands. For a lot of people, Ma- majority of people would be working from home now as well, and the flexibility of of that. Um, a lot of people may never want to go back to the work office ever again. They might have um, readjusted their whole life um, and accustomed to the new way of living, and some people do like that. They love working from home, flexibility, don't have to get dressed um, to go out, save money on transport, save money on save time, get a bit more sleep, especially if they've got young families. So yeah, on the flip side of the coin, and there's there is positives that have come out from it. Yeah.
0: I agree. Um, You know, I think situations like this, it can be dark for a lot of people, but at the end of the day, it can bring light to a lot of of other people. Yeah. Um, Yeah, just as you said, change of lifestyle. It might suit some people rather than other people. Um, Yeah. Um, And I think, as you mentioned before, um, some people that have lost their jobs this could be a new opportunity for them to look find what they're passionate about yeah. it's a job that they've always wanted to do and they never had the chance to do it because they got straight into work this is their opportunity to pursue that passion Yeah. so yeah you make some really great points um, ok so Australia as you know um, it, one of the major we hold like one of the major sporting events. We, we're known for many sports here in Australia, I should say. Um, we've got. Um, how has COVID nineteen affected? Um, us with um. Obviously, the Australian Open, um, being in Melbourne and the A-League being back and the NRL soon to return how do you think that's going to affect everyone going to games
1: well to
0: be honest I think
1: again like I said before I think we're very very lucky in Australia that we're actually are able to have crowds regardless if it's 25 or 50% majority I'd say I would say probably 60 to 70% of the world are not having not allowing any crowds into their, into their sporting fixtures so I think Australia might be one. Uh, New Zealand. I think there's small capacity of crowd maybe in, in the Bundesliga in France, very small. I think ten percent. England, you're not allowed. Spain, you're not allowed. I think maybe some cities in Spain, but I think um, I think people would be skeptical a little bit to to go out, but. I think the real diehard fans will abide by the rules and will wear face masks if they really need to. Um, they will be there for the team through thick and thin because they are testing times for the fans. Yeah. And and the, your number one thing is your safety. So, And at the end of the day, you have to... Because you can't only just think about yourself in this situation. If you've got older parents or you're living with your grandparents, you've got to be very, very careful. That's, that's the tricky thing. If you're in contact with people over the age of 60 quite regularly you're putting them at risk so with these sporting fixtures like I know they've eased a bit a little bit I think it's is it up to
0: 50% now the capacity or is it still 25% in New South Wales I think um it's risen a bit above 25% I'm not too sure exactly what it is now but yeah it's starting to rise a little bit more I'm just
1: grateful that i can go to games
0: like wanderers and stuff like that and, yeah
1: because yeah. a lot of people around the world wouldn't be having that opportunity getting that chance yeah we have to be very we have to count our lucky stars that we're allowed well, that we can go to games i know i know in terms of atmosphere it might not be the same because you you don't have as big crowds but you got to be grateful for what we have and we still have a product um and I'm going to say, like a university lecturer, when I say the Australian landscape of sport is very diverse. Yes, there is a lot of sports. You've got cricket going still. Uh, like you said, the Australian Open kicks off. Um, is it next Monday, or it started this Monday? I think this Monday coming. They're coming. It starts. I'm not. Sh- I don't. I'm not sure if Melbourne is allowed into crowds. I don't think it is. Is it? Um, I haven't looked. I'm not, not quite certain about that. Because I know, I know, a state one of the states in Australia went into lockdown. I don't know if it was WA or I can't remember which state it was, but they're going into lockdown again. Um, it might, it might be Victoria actually. They might, yeah. yeah. Victoria's gone back into lockdown. Of yeah. So that puts that into jeopardy. In, in like it's it's a very touch and go because it's, the tournament starts in three four days. Yeah. But, do you think the Australian Open will still go ahead? Yes, that'll still make it work. Yeah, but the protocols that, because like, I think there was an incident with uh, tennis and officials that had COVID and it spread in a hotel.
0: Yeah, I think
1: it was just that one hotel. But then you've got to you've got to backtrack now and you're going to trace where this person was the last couple of days and stuff like that. It's quite a thorough process.
0: That they have to do it. so. I you got to feel for the players as well that have, you know, taken the time to come over to Australia, looking the um, looking forward to this event. You know they, but then they had to quarantine for fourteen days. Um, and as you know, being a tennis player, you got to you want to be at your best, so you got to constantly train. It'll they're, be hard they're, for them. They're,
1: they're allowed, they were allowed to train, but during that 14-day quarantine, they were, they were allowed to go to the tennis court with their trainer and, and only their trainer, and they were escorted by security. So all they could go, they had one or two hours allowed on the on the, on the court, and then they came back to their hotel. So I, if you ask me, I think I think the tennis players are, are very fortunate that they get to do their... Even, all sports people actually still. They're able yeah. to train, they're able to play, they're able to... Again, yes, they might not have crowds, a lot of them, around the world, but they're still able to do their job and they're getting paid. Good money still, very good money. And they're, they're, that form of entertainment is keeping a lot of people alive and, and it's insane. Imagine imagine we lived in a world where there was no sport and we're encouraged... It'd be tough th- for a lot of people, I'm telling you, it'd be tough. No rugby league, no football, no cricket, no tennis, no swimming, no athletics, no sports at all. That would be tough.
0: I think a lot, of, a lot more people would suffer not having any sporting events to follow in, in their lives. It, it definitely would have a huge impact on them. So I think Australia is very fortunate to host as many sports as we've had even during this tough time. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, as you said before, we are very fortunate to still have crowds. Um, yeah. So it's, we're grateful to have that a hundred percent. Um, yeah. So, um, moving on to a different topic. Um, Uh, I don't know where to begin. Is there anything else you would like to add? How about the topic of relationships? Relationships. Okay, now that's a very good topic. Um, relationships. Um, I think during COVID, um, especially us single blokes, I think it's been very tough for us. go out on the dating scene i mean i mean like not being going out being a social mingling with other people i think that's taken its toll on all of us yeah and yeah um how has it affected you
1: well i'm not going to say the frustrating thing is because like there's there's always op- there's always opportunities. I don't care what anyone says. Yes, you can't really sing, You can't really mingle around with your, if you went, if you go to a licensed venue. It is a, it is more difficult. It is more strict. There is more security watching. There's more eyes on you. But regardless, sometimes in, in the most hardest places or when you least expect it, you still can meet someone. It it's as simple as locking eyes with someone and actually going over and and, and, and saying hello. It can be that easy sometimes. Sometimes it's, it's more challenging than that. It's not as it's not as easy. But what I'm what I'm trying to get to is, I feel like before COVID here, myself, I'm, I'm going to use my personal experience. I was okay. to, I was putting in some some markers in in place to potentially meet someone. Like I was going to go to a. It's going to sound a bit corny or funny, but I went. I was going to go to a. A workshop. I think I, I, think I remember telling you, it was, I think it was just before COVID, and then they had to reschedule it because of COVID. Remember that workshop yeah. I was telling you about, where you work on your confidence and, and your ability to approach um, uh, women, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They give you tons of good advice, and you, it's real life situation scenarios that you might, you might do it in a bar, you might do it at a function, you might do it on the street. So there's different situations that they, they run through of you and you've got professional men and women that guide you and direct you and they critique. Like they don't, they don't necessarily want to change you, but they might give you different words of advice or wisdom of what potentially you might want to do better. So basically, they're like rela- relationship coaches, basically. Yeah. Um, and I... To be honest, I was never open to that idea. I didn't even know these things existed. But I think another thing that COVID has taught me as well, uh, just to sidetrack quickly back, uh, that you need to be open to taking on different things. You need to be open on trying new things. Because I learned that, the hard, not the hard way, but the last four to five years, like I told you, I've been in a bubble of complacency. And that word complacency, I think, is not only for me, it, it resonates with a lot of people. I haven't challenged myself in a long time. I've been in a comfortable bubble where I've been going through the motions, where I've been working a casual job that basically full-time hours, flexibility to work when I want and when I didn't want to work. And then I was coaching on the side, which I love coaching. I'm very passionate about it, and I have regrets about the coaching. But you can't look back now. It's what's done is done. We can only change the future and, and what's ahead, and. I just felt like that relationship, experience, training, whatever you want to call it, um, it was going to be a great opportunity for me to potentially. It might. It might not be me myself. It might be this certain little words that I might be saying to girls. It might be the way I dress. This is that. Like, it's, it's little things that you can change. You don't have to change yourself a lot. You, it might just be little things. You mean? That might. Yeah boost your opportunity of meeting someone and and getting that more self-confidence in yourself and that more courage to go up to these girls because as you know as well as i do it can be very daunting if you're if you're a man and you go over and approach for some people like it can be very daunting for you to go up to a table of like three to four girls they might be all single they might not be but it's it's very difficult if you go by yourself because of that fear of rejection but i think end of the day like if a girl's not willing to give you at least an opportunity to speak to her it's not really a girl i feel like you really want to be with
0: you yeah yeah i don't know i don't know how you what what you think about it but i i feel like from my experience before covid19 i felt like i was putting myself out there a lot um Mingling with different people. Um, I know me and you have been to a few um, uh, dating events where we've mingled with different people, and it's and it's in in my opinion it's helped me grow com- more confident in speaking to women. Yeah. Because before that I wasn't. I was really. I was really much an introvert. Yeah. So I. I think that helped me come out of my shell a bit more. And then when COVID-19 hit, you know, just put everything backwards, you know, there was no more social events, this and that. So, yeah, so I think, I think in a way it can dampen your conf- your conf- confidence in not being able to put yourself out there as much. Yeah. Um, but online dating, um, tinder bumble um it's still very useful but you know i don't to me i don't i think meeting someone face to face adds that extra confidence rather than speaking to someone online yeah on on the on the topic
1: of um online dating like before yeah. before before covid i think i may have, like if I, I have to be honest i'm not gonna lie That i might i might have had yeah i had i think i had tinder maybe three or four years ago and, yeah. I got, and then i got rid of it and then the only reason why i re downloaded a few of the apps was i felt like it was like one of the only opportunities at the time to at least mingle and potentially meet up with a girl like try to get to know it but the the biggest challenge i found it's from my perspective and, and opinion for myself um been getting matches on these apps, but I'm finding it difficult to turn these conversations into a coffee, a, a day as simple as a coffee date or a lunch. That um, begs the question. You might have a bit more knowledge on this topic, um, but how how soon is it to ask? How is it too soon to ask? A girl, after speaking to her two, three times, is how long? How long do you basically wait? Because Everyone's different, and end of the day, you want to try to be yourself, but you can't really sell yourself too much over messaging. Like you said, you want to try to meet the person in real
0: life. I feel like a computer screen, anyone can be anyone. Yes, I feel like online dating is very competitive in terms for men rather than women. I feel like women, you know, um, I feel like they're speaking to a few different guys and us men, you know, we just want to connect with that person. It can go both ways. Even men can be speaking to a few different women. And I think it's hard to maintain that conversation, to keep that conversation flowing between yourself and that other person when there are like three or four other people that they're speaking to. And I think that can quickly diminish the conversation and I think yeah I think that's why a lot of women and guys can lose interest pretty quickly and that can be frustrating for us yeah because like you
1: go in with the right intentions and yeah, you don't want to be too too forward you don't want to give away
0: too much about yourself you're honest you be honest I think it's just I think it's best when you like that first initial conversation depending how long that conversation flows um between you throughout the between that person throughout the day i feel like the sooner the better because as i said with online dating it's a whole different ball game that that person can lose interest pretty quickly so it's better to like get to know the person a little bit and once you feel comfortable enough because um, you don't want to give too much away um, especially speaking to that person online when you haven't met them face to face it's always good to keep a few things a mystery about yourself until you meet them one on one but I feel like the sooner the better in terms of meeting up with them so that way you know when you meet up with the person you'll still have topics you would want to talk about yourself and, and learn about them And a question a question for you as well in yeah
1: in terms of the online dating um it's good like like i'll say before it's good to be open to new experiences and open to new possibilities because end of the day when you're single i think one of the biggest messages i've been told by a lot of people you can't pull all your eggs in one basket so you've got to be open to the idea of, of being open to maybe meeting someone online maybe being someone in the, like face to face on a night out you just you really just don't know where what connection or what that person's looking for in their life um that's the that's the beauty and the it's excitement and the potential um like, i wouldn't say anxiety but like it's it's it can be it can be quite it can actually you know what it can be quite anxious for a lot of people
0: yeah
1: Um, that's that's life
0: isn't it you just don't know where time is going to take you exactly i think when we least expect it um without without not wanting it even that certain person can pop up in our lives unexpectedly and before you know it you can form that instant connection with that person i think it's all about time and place and where you're at in life uh, yeah, yeah, I can hundred percent relate to that. Um, I think it's always good to stay optimistic. Like myself, I've been single for a long, long time, and you know, for a long period of time, I never, I never went out looking as much. You know, I was focused on myself for a little while, um, and I and. I think that applies to you the same way we're both focused on our career um, yeah and i think as time goes by we can lose sight we can lose sight of that pretty easily about um, yeah i think the scary thing and this is i think this realization really kicked in for me yeah like
1: yeah yes we're all getting older but like it, it's the truth but like Time doesn't wait for you, time passes you and if you don't, if you don't act and you don't try to make change and and, and it has to come from a genu- your, your heart, it has to be genuine. Yeah. It can't, it can't be like, like you're, trying, you're trying to be someone you're not, Like it's got to come from within. Yeah, yeah. You're willing to make sacrifices is a big thing of that, make, sac- make sacrifices. You won't see a change, you won't see a, a, a reward. No, you won't. That's anything. That's in life. That's with. That's in sport. That's that's in your religion. That's that's in your relationships. Everything requires a bit of a sacrifice and a compromise. You want to see a change. You might have to. You might have to cut this out a little bit and add a bit more of this in. You might need to change this little thing about you or work on the these things of, of you. you you're always you're always discovering things that you're trying to improve or evolve. Because like, as, as human beings, we've all got faults, we've all got strengths, we've all got weaknesses. But sometimes, I'm guilty of this as well, sometimes we don't want to hear the truth because the truth hurts. Yeah. It's like, everyone's got an opinion on you, but it's the people that really care about you are the ones that will give you the honest, the honest truth. And the, and the truth yes. sometimes hurts you and it stings. You don't want to hear it. And I think, I think I've really learned to be more open to constructive criticism. Yeah. Cause I know, I know these people when they give me constructive criticism, they're doing it cause they want to see me succeed. They want to see me uh, improve and start to challenge myself again, because I was talking to like my sister and a few people like that I know in the past and I, I got a bit emotional because I when I was like when I was in school or just even outside school, I felt I felt like I had a bit more of an identity. People knew me through through soccer and knew me through cross country. I was quite successful. Yeah. And then when you go to the real world, people 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 don't really they don't care for you as much. They don't remember you for certain things. You're, you're like. Like you don't want to, I don't want to live in the past, but like, it made me like, start to think I need to start getting out there and, and start challenging myself again, try to recreate myself. Yeah. I haven't challenged myself physically with, say, running or t- taking on new sports in a long time. And we, we, we always, we always, sometimes I'm guilty of it, you're guilty, of everyone, for people that are listening or will listen after. We all. Anyone can say things, but until we put it into action, and we actions speak louder than words 100%. But it's changing a habit can be very, very tough. Like it might take you. I think my sister was saying it. It takes two weeks of consistency to to build a, a, a to see a change or adaptation. A consistency in anything like is really important consistency and persistency and persistence So staying consistent and being persistent because there's going to be days where you're not as motivated you're feeling down but if you can if you can find that little bit of inner strength to get out there and achieve something and I've I've actually this week was so I'm going a bit all over the place but this this week I actually bought a diary and I'm starting to journal and write down things that I want to achieve in the day yeah it's something I've never done before, but I've heard a lot of people have had a bit of success, and that's that's something I want to I want to change. I'm trying to document what I want to do with my training, what I want to do with my day, and try to get some, a few little things that, out of my day every day. Instead of just staying home and relaxing and playing games,
0: but like I said before, be a bit more productive and efficient. I think that's an important point you make, bettering ourselves as human beings. Constantly improving and working on ourselves in order to create self-love, because uh, I think that um, we all need to find that self-love within us. And I think the I think if we make a change for our, ourselves for the better, um, it can rub off on us. And going back to relationships, I think it can attract a lot of people if if they see that we're happy within ourselves that can you never know doors can open in terms of finding your partner don't you agree with that? yes yeah so you make a very good point and that's some good advice you know getting a diary writing about planning out your day or week or whatever just yeah just
1: ticking off if if you achieve it or not and it and if you don't, I feel like another thing is don't don't beat yourself up completely, but hold yourself a bit accountable. Maybe maybe tell tell someone in your family <laughs> to just remind you of, of your daily goals or your weekly goals, and then, like they might they, you might use them as motivation to keep you on your toes and, and to stay accountable. Exactly, you, think- we all we all get sidetracked we all we all get uh, eye wonders off or we lose a bit of concentration or focus attention yeah uh, but yeah so far this week um I've, I've pretty i've pretty much been spot on with what i've uh, wrote down in my diary and want to finish the week strong with a couple of things i want to achieve tomorrow and saturday for training and stuff so uh, yeah I was, like i think I think it's just it all comes down. I think a lot of people they get the journey they get scared of the journey because they look too far ahead. I think I think patience is a big thing as well. You need to be patient. Yeah, and waited at little bit, little bit by little bit. Because if you, if you set a goal that's unattainable and it's it's not realistic, um, and you feel like you fail straight away or you, you feel like it's too far and you don't put it in a, in a, a like a, a step-by-step process or you don't chip away at it, it can be very very draining and very um, like disheartening when you when you find when you find it too difficult early on yeah like i said writing down little things like chipping away a little bit it might be the first three days i want to do it i want to hold a plank three times 30 seconds a night and then you start you increase it by maybe five or ten seconds each time yeah instead of, like instead of doing it from 30 to 60, 60 seconds that's a big jump you got to build your strength
0: definitely so yeah i think that's really important yeah Well, that's a, that's some very good points that you make there Working on yourself bit by bit, chipping away at your goals, um, constantly improving on yourself. And they're going to be setbacks, you know. It's how you overcome those setbacks and how you push forward is what makes you the person you are. And, um, yeah, it really tests, it really makes you stronger for it. Yeah, so I think we've covered a lot of ground with, in terms of topics and bettering, bettering ourselves as human beings and what we can overcome. So, yeah. Um, is there anything else you would like to add before the podcast finishes? Uh, what are you hoping to achieve in 2021? <laughs> I think for myself... In order to better myself, I think looking for a new job, being comfortable in that routine of having that full-time job, and that security, and also um, I've struggled with my um, weight a lot, and I've always and I always tend to let myself go. So I think I really need to buckle down and focus on losing weight, focus on eating healthier. Um, because it's a struggle for me. Junk food is like an addiction for me. Um, Even soft drink it's it's an addiction for me. And it's like your comfort food. Yeah, it it makes me feel good. But I think now, um, especially my family, they've got a history of heart problems. So I think it's an eye opener for me to really buckle down and to change my life for the better in. In terms of losing weight, um, eating healthy, and I feel like in order to, um, for me to do that, I've got to be committed. And I think once I achieve those goals, because I, I I at least want to lose about lose 10 or 15 kilos. That so that's my that's my target. And have you given yourself a time frame of how long you want to? Is it... I think probably the next few months I want to at least lose at least 10 kilos and what, you know? what
1: What steps are you going to put in place is there certain training you're going to do or are you going to sign up for a gym or is it
0: going to be diet maybe or what, what's going to happen uh, I think I think just eating less like not so much putting myself in a diet just um um Lessening the quantities of food that I eat throughout the day. And then my positive moving point as well. Yeah. And going for walks every day, I wanna I wanna aim to like at least walk for forty five minutes to half an hour each day. Build up. Drink, pardon? And
1: then build and then you'll build for that as well. And
0: then build from that. Drink plenty of water as well. And yeah, just Taking those little steps can help, and if and building on that every day can help me um, lose the weight that I need to lose. Yeah. So that's that's how I'm going to better myself as a human being. See? Those are my goals: is to, make, to get a full time job, um, even even try and put myself out there, socialize with new people expand my expand my circle of yeah um and yeah just losing weight as I said I think those are the yeah key goals that I need to um focus on this year yeah um and just and yourself your goals that you've listed you just you want to you said you wanted to um being that comfortable routine of having that stable job, full-time job. Yeah, I just want a new. I want a new. Um,
1: just a new fresh start in a in a in a a, a, a full-time job because I've never had a full-time job. If I'm being honest. Um, yeah. I've always worked as casual with full-time hours basically, and then done a lot of seasonal coaching, so representative coaching and and school support coaching, private school level. So I've gained a lot of experiences throughout my uh, years but in terms of like having that full-time job and experience on my CV I don't have it. And yeah, I've been looking for it on and off like the year, last year or two but I, the last couple of months I've been really pushing through for, for work and I I might I might I may have a breakthrough coming up. So that's that's in the pipeline. Um, yeah. Potentially, might have a job interview coming up, so I've just got to really um, stay, stay focused, and, and get, and hopefully get the. Hopefully, I get the job. So, if I impress them. So. Yeah, like I said, I just want to continue working on myself, um, work my self confidence, and it would be beautiful if I could meet a nice girl this year. It's a real, it's a real. Um, i wouldn't say it's a goal of mine but it'd be really really nice um because i feel like i'm ready for that next step in my life
0: yeah
1: i'd love to settle down with a girl i'm not not saying get married straight
0: away but like i'm I'm ready for a a serious relationship you're ready ready to commit long term yeah Yeah. I, i think you will find that sooner rather than you think it's just about i think if we focus on ourselves like I mentioned earlier good things will come to those who focus on self love focus on working on themselves and I think everything else outside of that works itself out yeah, yeah. well thank you for joining me Brendan um, you've been you've made some very good points tonight about some Very important topics that need to be addressed. So, I thank you for, um, yeah, giving your opinions, yeah, um, what we what a lot of us have struggled with the past year, and how we can cope and how we can better ourselves. So, yeah, thank you for joining.
1: Yeah, want to say um, thank you for having me on the podcast, and I think my mom wants to give you a shout out as well. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Say hello. hello Daniel. How hey. You? How, are, How you? are you? Good thanks. Yeah. What advice can you give for
1: Daniel in terms of relationship?
0: Well,
1: always <laughs> she said she'll always be there for you if
0: you need any help or assistance. I appreciate that. Um that means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, she's laughing at
1: the moment.
0: She was, she was listening in. My, my sister and mum were listening to the podcast. Oh, were they? What did they think of it? This is our first podcast, by the way, so... What do you
1: think about it? Yeah, it was good.
0: Yeah. out of 10. My mum said 9 out of 10. Uh, 9 out of 10 is, like, insane, so I'll take that. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I'll be doing weekly podcasts, yeah, maybe yeah. once or twice a week, depending on how I feel and what the current situation is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, so yeah, you're welcome to join anytime. Yeah. And thank you for those who have listened to our podcast tonight. I hope you've all taken something away out of this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just about us. Relating to a lot of other people, and uh, we're we're all on the same boat, we're all going through the same struggles. It's just about overcoming it on the other side, yeah. So, yeah, um, thank you for joining. Um, yes, more podcasts hopefully to come very soon. Thank you, guys, and yeah, good night. Have a good one. See ya, you too, mate. Have a good one. Bye.